This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to our episode today where we are chatting with Sonnet and Veronica from Not Your Mother's Podcast, which is a really cool show that you guys have to check out. I recently um, connected with Sonnet and Veronica when they reached out and asked me to be on their show, and we had a really fun time chatting, and after I spent a little bit of time with them, I was like, we need to have you girls on the show because... They are just easy to talk to and really great conversation curators. So their show, you're welcome. I'm going to have you guys introduce yourself here in a minute. But in my opinion, their show, um, Not Your Mother's Podcast, is just a great um, conversation starter for a lot of things that are unsaid in the parenting world. So, you know, I think many of us go into it thinking we're going to, we kind of know what to expect, but then we, a lot of times it's like, oh my gosh, no one talks about this stuff. Um, and they do a great job of like really having good conversations around stuff that maybe you're not, you know, you don't always talk about. So welcome girls. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and what made you found, you know, what made you start, um, the Not Your Mother's podcast show? Um, sure. I'll start. This is Sonnet and we started the podcast about three months ago. Um, we went live with it anyway, and we're just two new moms who've been friends for a long time, who've been like single friends together, who have been friends in relationships, married friends, and now friends with babies. And we would go on these walks and we'd go to mom groups and we'd say like, why isn't anybody talking about this? You know, we keep hitting these questions and these walls and we are wondering like, why doesn't, why isn't this the stuff? that they're preparing you with. And so we sought out the answers. We looked at books and we reached out to experts and we were like, well, let's turn this into a podcast. Um, And we both come from different backgrounds. I'm a musician and a singer and a songwriter and work in music licensing. And Veronica can tell you, but she's a digital marketer, comes from real estate. And the two of us together just kind of created a whole because we were kind of missing half of our brains after you know, becoming parents, <laughs> <Postpartum>. so, <laughs> yeah. we, we figured it out together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and, yeah. You go ahead, Veronica. Yeah. And we've always wanted to work together. And so it was one of those things, you know, when you become a parent, you realize how precious time is and you want to utilize it in ways that are going to benefit your new life. And we found ourselves in a very confusing time because, you know, you when you become a parent, you go through all of these different identity shifts and you're trying to figure out who you are and you're trying to hold on to parts of your old life because you think that's who you are, but you're this new person and there's this little baby relying on you. And so uh, we were just trying to figure out also what to do career-wise that can fulfill us because we're both very highly driven and um, – and we were just like, we, we have all this expertise, like 
why can't we just work on something that can benefit our new journey, but also something that we can living off of. So, um, awesome. the podcast was born. Yeah. And so we, it was really a, a need in multiple um, areas of our life that we fulfilled through this work. Oh, that's killer. And listeners, what we're specifically going to talk about with, um, these girls today is, is kind of, you know, the unsaids around gender roles in parenting, around giving space to your partner, to be their own parent, which I know can sometimes be hard, especially for women, where we're like, it needs to be done this way. The baby can't, <laughs> needs to be fed this way. And the guys are like, oh my gosh. And then also how we are so lucky to be living in a world, you know, a new generation um, with men that really represent kind of you know, this new era of men who are so involved in the parenting front. And I think um, with that comes a lot of like navigating new things, right? So that's actually what we decided we're going to talk about here at Fresh Start Family. We're all about supporting the whole family, right? So we don't want anyone, um, we don't want to just support the moms because gosh, the moms are incredible. They need so many, so much support. There's so many incredible shows and resources for them. Um, but we want to have a conversation that supports the guys too, right? So we thought, um, you guys had a great idea to talk about this subject. And so we're just going to chat about that today, what that looks like in our marriages as both, you know, modern families who a lot of times are dual working families or just at least approaching the parenting from an angle of like, hey, we're in this together versus kind of the old school mentality was like, you know, um, mom does this, dad does this. So yeah, let's kick it off with that, right? So gender roles in parenting. So you guys kick it off with your thoughts on that. And what have you experienced with the people you've talked to about, or like in your own marriages, in your own parenting life of how that's kind of been like, whoa, this is, this is not what I was expecting, or this is hard or whatever, all that unsaid stuff. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it can get like really, uh, I mean, I wish my husband was on with us because then it would be like I wasn't talking about him behind his back, but. You know. <laughs> Terry's going to represent the guys. I'll represent the okay, guys. Good. good. Um, yeah, you know, I think it comes up a lot in mom groups and it comes up in our podcast with our guests a lot is just the the workload or the mom load that that women feel and and how the men are kind of wanting to be a part of that but they don't know how yet so it's expected that the mom might work because now women are more working full time or they have full careers in this kind of generation but they're also still expected in a lot of households and and overall generalizing in society to still like make dinner and think about if diapers need to be ordered and think about the schedule for soccer and have all of that in their mind too. So how do you navigate creating, you know, a, a more equalizing that? And I think, um, you know, there's yeah. been a lot of great articles that have come out around this and how long it will take to kind of even that out. Um, it, even if we have the intention of putting that out there and, and really wanting to show up for your family 50, 50, I think it's, it's like, we don't, really see that anybody doing that so it's hard to understand what that even looks like and so you just step into the role like I know for me I'm home working from home so I tend to be the person that's like okay I'm going to get up I'm going to get coffee I'm going to get my husband out the door I'm going to make breakfast and I'm going to 
have dinner and you know because I'm home but I'm working you know it's yeah. like I still am doing all of that and like thinking about what needs to be ordered and taking care of all of those things and like if I asked him he would you know yeah. but I'm still doing it anyway and I think that that is something that we all are struggling with I talk to a lot of moms about about just trying to navigate that yeah, it's such a good point when you say, if I asked him, he would, because I know, yeah. Terry, I mean, you can speak for yourself here, but it's like so much of the stuff that if I asked you, you'd be like, absolutely, I'm on it, whatever you need, babe, like I'm here to support you. But I feel like we oftentimes just continue to own it because mm -hmm. it's like almost ingrained in us. Like mm -hmm. if we don't, we're a failure or something. But I mean, I know, Terry, like you are like completely willing and always have been ready to like step up and do whatever it takes to help the family run smoothly. So I think that's such uh, interest. I don't know what the answer is, but it's like, what is that about women that we think like, oh, we don't want to put them out or so then we end up becoming sometimes like irritated or overwhelmed or stressed when really if we were to just say, hey, can you handle making dinner tonight? I'm just going to sit down on the ground and play with the kids. They'd probably be like, absolutely. You just can't complain about what I make. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on that, Terry? Uh, asking for help, I think, is a um, it's a, a really interesting thing across the board. Not just parenting, not just you know moms and dads. I think in general, um, you know, I was actually just talking to somebody about this earlier today. Is you know usually you feel either bad. There's either some there's some st stigma around asking for the help. Whether it's you feel bad or there's this or you're, this is what I'm supposed to do or whatever. But usually the person on the other side, whether it be a friend, a spouse, a coworker, a lot of times they're actually happy to help and they actually are like, cool, like there's some connection point. They feel like there's some value there, um, you know, unless they're completely overwhelmed with something else. But um, but for some reason, there is a there's a block there. And I don't know if it's yeah. I don't know if it's something ingrained in us, whether it be pride or whether it's like some, you know, self-talk that you already have going in your, uh, on in your head. Um, but yeah. And, but to your point, yeah, most times it's like, if it was laid out of like, Hey, I need your help with A, B, and C, it'd be like, cool, no problem. And even if it's like a different season of life of like, you know what, I'm going into some new thing or some new venture with my business and I'm going to need some extra support. Let's talk about what that looks like. Let's set each other up for success so that you can still do the things you need to do and I can still do the things I can do. I think as a husband, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Let's talk about that instead of all of the uncomfortable moments that might yeah. come if you never talked about it or never asked or like, or God forbid, it's like, man, you've been feeling like this for that long or yeah. wow. Like, how did it get to this? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it, it probably comes from the the rut that you get that you stay in. So, you know, say the stay at home mom that's also working from home. She has her to do list of how she's going to going to curate her day to be the most productive. So she loads everything on her plate to say, like, OK, I need to get my husband ready I need to get breakfast ready. I need to do this, this, this and this. And you get you, the more you do it, the you stay in that cycle, you know, so yeah. you kind of almost forget to ask for help, not realizing. And then, so then your husband comes home and he's lived his, you know, an entirely different life at outside of the house. So he comes home, he sees, you know, mom, wife operating, doing her thing. So he's kind of like, okay, well, she's got it. So I don't really know how yep. to ask for her, you know, ask her to, if she needs any support, because it seems like she's got it. But in, 
you know, so it's kind of, it's a miscommunication and, and really, I mean, my husband's just like you, Terry, he's like begging me to just tell him what I need. He's just like, just tell me what you need. I don't know. You seem like you got it all together. And some, then <laughs> you just blow up and, and I, and I had no idea. And I'm like, you're right. You know, because I had it all on my plate thinking that I needed to do it all, but because I'm just thinking like, well, he should just walk in and just see that I'm, you know, that I need help. But he's has his own life. And he, if he sees that everything's working fine, he doesn't know. So it's really about like setting the expectation beforehand. Um, yeah. Yep. And, yeah. It, and it just takes time, right, for change. I mean, I feel like the... The tides have shifted so fast, right? But to what, you know, it's become a modern families, right? I mean, there's all different versions of modern families. But, you know, it's happened in the last few decades. I feel like it's really changed, right? Whereas, like, things have been done for, like, hundreds of years, right? In this, like, kind of different format. Totally. Like, just today I was at my daughter's school volunteering for her fifth grade class for Colonial Day. And I was, like, terrified looking at all the um, the rules of, like, Jamestown Colonial Day, like the rules of the classroom and the rules of, um, you know, the United States of America back in that day. I mean, like, if kids, you know, kids whispered in class or were or showed any form of disrespect, they were, they had to go over to the, the whipping stick. And oh then, you know, gosh. if they, like, you know, if they didn't... Um, do something else. They were at the dunce chair. And then there was another, you know, list of rule, rules for the town. And it was like, hey, if you don't go to, like, re- religious service once, you're, like, put in, conf- in you know, confined, you know, solitary confinement for, like, a week. And if you don't go twice, six months. And then if you don't go a third time to, like, your religious um, ceremony, you're executed. If you date an American, Native oh, American gosh. Indian, you're executed. Like that's our history, that's right? Insane. I mean, like it's, in, oh, it was terrifying. But anyways, that is our history. And the things have been done when things have been done for a long time, like it's hard to reverse stuff. Right. So like yeah. I help parents, yeah. like, you know, like take a break from corporal punishment and do things a different way. But that's like, it's, it's centuries old that we've been like, <laughs> just smacking the kids to make them comply. So it's just an example of like, it's no wonder it's hard for us to shift because I just think it's a new dynamic, you know, like we're just not used to it. Like, um, Mm -hmm. the, the whole, like everybody's kind of working a lot type of thing. And so therefore we share everything and men are just so willing and, and just eager to help. And so that's, it's just kind of a new thing. So I don't know. Do you agree? Well, I, I would say, um, you know, I can't speak for all, like, I don't, the voice of the men here. I can't speak for all men that are willing to help. Like, you know, there's probably a, you know, a lot of guys out there that are like, oh, last thing I want to do is sign myself up for this or that. But what I will say is that guys um, that truly love their their wives, let's just say that's yeah. most, they never want to see their wife get to um, a, a breaking point or to like do, you know, do all these things because they feel like they have to um, and, and do it silently or to suffer silently or to just also feel like they need to be some sort of a mind reader. You know, um, I know that we, there is a lot of instinctual reading that you can do with your spouse to like know how they're feeling or whatever, but there comes a point where it's like, just explain to me what's, what, what's going on, what you need and let's figure out a plan. Cause I, I think most guys are wired to be like, let's make a plan to make this better so that everybody succeeds and high fives in the end that yeah. I feel like is a common denominator. So, yeah. Especially yeah. when, especially when you factor in children, because a lot of 
men now realize the importance of having a great role models and they want to be great role models to their kids. So I feel like that is that triggers them to step up in a way that maybe they weren't before having kids. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's such, it's so fascinating. Yeah. And the, we are, you know, we are such, um, you know, there are so many things that have been modeled to us just, um, in, uh, you know, one generation removed, you know, a lot of our, our fathers did things one way and our mothers did things one way that is totally different than what we're doing just, just now. Like yeah, one, one generation, generation shifting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like if, you know, somebody saw their dad just, okay, he works his tail off and that's his end of the responsibility. Well, then he's in charge of discipline. That was kind of the old school okay, model, works right? His it's tail like, off, dad gets he's home. in charge of discipline. <laughs> That's it. And then, Mom, you, you're the catch-all for everything else. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, I, think, that's what, I think that's what yeah. people are feeling. And it's like, I think there can be this, like, yes, there's, you know, if it's, if it's the type of household where, like, maybe, you know, Dad is, you know, working the full-time job that's out of the home, that's, you know, bringing home a paycheck, that is responsible for keeping the roof over the head and all these important things that's super important everybody values that but the all the other stuff it's like it's gotta happen and be and also be done in a way that like just as if dad was too overloaded at work and he's gonna freak out and lose his head we don't want the other thing to happen on the other side of things too so yeah and then you add all yeah so let's chat for a hot sec openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you. But then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline 
Lynn to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. For the mom who's just stay at home, like she might not be bringing in a paycheck, but that's work too. So it's kind of equalizing that playing field and respecting both sides of the, you know, the, the workload and the workload that a mom tends to carry because that's just been what's modeled to her and what a man or you know father carries is so different because of exactly what she said it's like we, we don't even have a model to see it any other way so we're actually showing our children so that the next generation might have an easier way finding that balance yes yeah and, yeah and that's what that's what's amazing about um also being able to work from home because now moms can use that as leverage because you're like, I bring in an income from home. So, you know, you can take some of this home, the, the, the emotional load from home, you know, you can help with it because I'm able to, you're not just the one providing for the family. I am too, even though I'm doing it from home. So I think that like levels out the playing field in a, in a different way. Yeah. And you know, that's an interesting like way to talk about it too. Cause I think, maybe one of these unsaid things is, yeah. is that spouses have a bit of a scorecard and that's yeah. it. And that is a, um, that's a, it's hard. And I don't think because it's like, I don't think anybody wants to do that in a relationship, but you also want to feel like you're being fair, you know? So it's like, but it's like, you know, is it, the, uh, I, I'm doing this, so you need to do that. I'm doing this. So you, oh, who's got it worse? Like, you right. know, type of thing. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you've got it real bad right now, so I guess I need to like, you know. Right. <laughs> it kind of sucks, you know. I'll, no, I'll, I think I'll that's a honest. really, it's an accurate way of putting it. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess, you know, it's um, it's also too like, and, and I think with Fresh Start Family and, and Wendy's, you know, um, business, it, it's looking at it too, paycheck or not. It's like these things should be callings, like whoever's career it is or whatever they're spending their time doing. It's like, if that's your calling, forget about the paycheck for a second. It's like, we're looking at like, we've got our life and our time on this earth. That's your calling. This is my calling. For this time being, yeah. And hopefully together, those things equal something that brings in some money that puts food on the table, that takes us to do cool things with our kids and does all these things to where... um, you know, everybody's fed and happy, but we should be looking at them as this is your calling and this is your journey. And this is my calling. This is my journey. And then let's make a way to pay the bills. Yeah. It's not a way that. to leverage the relationship. That. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and this is a good kind of segue into or point number two um, is, you know, what we're talking about is like, hey, let's just speak up. Let's like ask each other for help. Right. Um, especially like when it comes to the moms asking the dads for help, maybe with like stuff that is newer to our generations, right? Which when the men are like totally on board to like change diapers, carry kids in front packs, like I'll never forget. It was like 10 years ago, a woman, we were at Starbucks and Terry had Stella in the front pack and she was like, that is a good man. My man will not wear a front pack. And oh, 
she was like so pissed and it was like oh my gosh it's funny like the past generation wouldn't wear a front pack and now they're like dads are like cool you know they're on they're on two kids I'll carry front packs all day long or whatever whatever they're called I forget um but (laughs) it's like if we're gonna ask for the help right um we need to respect are, you know, the men enough to give them space and not like crowd them. So point number two is really giving space to partners to be their own parent. And I feel like kind of one of the unsense maybe is that moms, you know, we have a tendency to maybe, maybe, maybe it's just me, but (laughs) like get a little controlling of like how things need to be done. And then we get irritated that we're doing it all. When really, like, if we were to just off, like, let them have some of it and not be concerned, like, about whatever, like, the the organic, you know, the right diaper oil didn't get used or, you know, the, the, the clothes are on backwards or... I don't know, whatever yeah, it is. You, like You basically we, just need to tell them the result that you need and then just let them figure it out. Yeah, like how about so like you just keep I, I them alive? Yeah, just keep them alive and like a clean diaper. If it's on backwards, who cares? Yeah, totally. totally. Would you guys agree that like that's a kind of like, I don't know, no one really warns you that you might dip down into that as a mom or no one really talks about it. Like, hey, I've been super annoying to my husband. I'm like a controlling freak. You know, oh, no one yeah. says that, but really, like a lot of us, we need to like chill a little bit because they're not going to want to take on more if we come home and we're like, what do you mean you let them stay up till 10? Like, that, yeah. I, w- I just wanted to go have a margarita with my girlfriends and you were supposed to have them in bed by eight. And it's like, just let them keep them up. Like, whatever. They're not going to die. They stayed up till 10 one night. That's a silly example. I can't even think of one yeah. time that you yeah, did that, Terry. No. <laughs> but. I-, I think that that is such a, a true thing that comes up and and something that you're not prepared for so you know you're just trying to learn how to do it all as a new mom or as a parent and then you get your flow and then you know dad comes in and you're trying to share the responsibility but you still don't know how to give them space because you're just trying your hardest to get it done but I know I I've had to really talk it through and communicate with my husband about giving him space so that he wants to show up so that he wants to do the, his, the work, you know, and it, it, it's when you're constantly, I mean, I don't want to be critiqued. I don't want to be, and he does it to me too. So when it turns, turns the tables and I'm like, Oh no, that doesn't feel good. Like yeah. I don't even want to do it then if you're going to nitpick, you know? So yeah. I think it's a, a really powerful move as moms um, or with any partnership to give that space and respect to your partner to figure it out and to do it their way and to bite your tongue um, or just leave the room and let them figure it out or, you know, go out with your girlfriends or guy friends, whatever it is. Um, because that is really powerful for just the partnership, not just in parenting, but to keep you really communicated and close. Yes. At least that's what I've experienced. And, you know, I think it, it starts, I think uh, innocently because especially when you have your first child, because as a mom, you're doing this for the first time. I mean, so is the dad. Um, and you want to you like it's like you want them there because you want to figure it out together but if say you're the one that's at home with the child you end up having more practice to you know do things a certain way so you kind of get excited about what you've learned and you kind of want to teach them what you've learned but it you know it's a slippery slope because if you continue teaching them it can turn into nagging it can turn it can turn into like you have to do it this way sort of thing so I think it starts innocently and then it could get pretty pretty murky 
And also, you feel like you made your kid. <laughs> like, I think <laughs> her. <laughs> I, I, I call the shots. Oh my yeah, God. our contribution is pretty. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, but you know the the re- reality of it. Yes, we we often women are often home a lot more, but the reality is like you really are figuring it out together. I remember Terry always talks about how. When we had our first, like, our story is how, like, parenting really rocked our world. Once our little girl became a toddler, and we just kind of thought, like, hey, like, we're hard workers. Like, we put our heads, like, put your heads down, work hard, and you'll, like, accomplish great things. And life, you know, successes happen if, if you're a hard worker. And then when our daughter came along, we just realized that we, like, had to learn a lot. Like, we were humbled to our knees, and we were like, what is happening? We're, everything is being questioned right now. We have no idea what we're doing. That's when we found the work of positive parenting. But, Terry, you always tell the story of how it kind of caught you by surprise because you were, like, back to gender roles. You were like, Wendy's going to know how to handle everything because I had worked with kids my whole life, other people's kids, people, yeah. other <laughs> people's kids. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, Wendy's going to have that handled, so I don't really – have to like necessarily read all the books or learn all the stuff because Wendy's going to have that handled. And in reality, when the time hit, I was like, I'm miserable. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. And he was like, Oh my gosh, what do we do? And that's (laughs) right. Is that like, Oh, very accurate. Yeah. I remember it just being like, um, you know, you're like, so how do you feel? Are you going to be a dad? And I'm like, yeah, like, all I had to do was say yes and show up, you know, like, and because you were going to be the expert, which, you know what, I think, you know, very, like, case in point to, like, your podcast that, that you guys have is, like, you know, you, you show up, you realize you you don't know nearly as much as what you think you know, you're, you know, you're rocked, and then you start looking around for resources and you know, there's a lot, but at the same time, there's not a lot out there, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, um, and then there's stigmas around asking for help. Um, you know, there's this like thing of like, you're supposed to pretend like everything's awesome when everything might not be. So there's like all those feelings and everything to go through together as a couple. And then you're like, yeah, yeah you're kind of, you know, both tripping. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so. both just in learning, you know, yeah. like everyone's yeah. in learning and it's so important to remember that. Like, no matter how much experience, so to speak, that we may have, like m- many more hours in the day. Like I remember my daughter one night when she was about six, my son was probably, what would that make him? Three. Three. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Give me more. I'm, I'm the numbers. You got space. backup. <laughs> um, but I had like a night where I had blown up on them because they were fighting or bickering something. And I was like, you guys are going straight to bed. So this was like almost six years ago. And she is so good at like talking me off the ledge. And she she's going to make a great lawyer one day if she'd like to be one. But she was like, mom, it's okay. Calm down. You don't have to do this. She's like, look. I've only been a kid for six years. We we're, we're figuring this out. We're figuring out how to be kids. And you've only been a mom for six years. Oh we're all God. just figuring this out. And I was, yeah, it was, it was absolutely radical. And it actually stopped me in my tracks. And sometimes I can be a little hard-headed <laughs> sometimes. And, like, not be able to be pulled out of my, like, anger or, like, annoyance stage. And I'll just go withdraw and be like, but that night I was like, Oh my gosh, Stella, you're right. Like, why am I so hard on myself? Why am I so hard on you guys? We're all just figuring this out. And it takes a long time. Mm -hmm. It really does. 
Yeah. So if you if you ever even do figure it out. <laughs> yes. You know, I know every right? day is just practice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, ladies. So our last point, ladies and Terry. Sorry, three ladies hey, and a guy. Can I throw one little nugget? <laughs> yeah, in here one. Before yes. we move on to the Please. next point. Um, so it's you know giving space for your partner to be their own par- parent. I- I'm just going to toss this one into the middle of the conversation. Sometimes because I think there's this, uh, you know, assumed role that mom is the expert, mm-hmm. the dad ends up like myself. Sometimes I feel like I'm like the older teenage son that's just kind of <laughs> hang, hanging out. Who's just kind of like, he kind of knows how to do like chores and stuff, but he doesn't know how to do the, like the, the complex stuff. So it's just like, you just take care of, you just take care of that stuff and mow the right. lawn and, and, um, um, yeah. you know, and then you, you end up kind of being like, also like feeling like I didn't do it right. I didn't do the dinner right. Did I? Right. Like, or <laughs> I think I'll just go out back and sneak a beer or something like yeah. that. Just kidding. But. I think that's so <laughs> important for us all to hear. Right. Yeah. Obviously there's like a ton of women that listen to our podcast. We are always trying to get the guys to listen. And that's why Terry's here is to really get the whole family involved. But it's true. Like we need to hear that. Like, that's not okay. That's not okay. Like, you guys are so valuable in your viewpoints and your perspective and like your creativity and your just everything that you bring to the table. Like that's, that's not cool. So I'm sure our family is not unique. If one family is feeling that way, then. Well, and I don't mean to bring this up as like not an everyday thing, but I think there is, you know, those situations that you guys are talking about where you're like, you feel yourself like, Ooh, like I, I need to like let go of this. And like you, like you pointed out, I think it was you, Veronica, you were like, just give them the end result of what you want. Right. Like, you know, it's like, okay, so if this is what we need, great. And if they're going to need help, they're going to ask for help. Or if, like, I know sometimes I'll just be like, sometimes I am kind of brain dead and I just want to be like, give me the list. Yeah. Just give me the list. I'll make sure that that list gets done, you know? So, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah, but ultimately, I, I think it's about there's some sort of empowering you know so we both want to be empowered so we're we're empowering you to be more than just like the teenage son so do it <laughs> yeah. your way and and you'll learn and you can have more <laughs> responsibility I guess and then we also want to be empowered and we want to be respected for you know our roles so yeah. I think it it comes back to like that the work as a partnership too so that you don't just feel like you know that you're just kind of getting it done but you feel empowered by what you're doing you feel like you're doing the research too or you read an article or you felt inspired by the choices that you made to to do what you were doing as yes yeah and, and or or just do what you learned in kindergarten treat others how you want to be treated <laughs> yes yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's that just keep it simple yeah no right Sometimes simple it but hard just Always go back to the point. basics right Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. 
And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier. Okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Yeah. yeah, and so often when we when we let go of what we think the way something should be done, we actually end up learning, right? Like, so we're like, whoa, we, we always thought it needed to be done that way, and then they do it a different way, and we're like, wow, that was rad. That actually worked really well, and it was like less stressful or whatever. So, yeah, there's so much learning involved when you can let go a little bit and just um, change up your, your expectations. All right. All right, so number three is um, – is a new generation of this kind of just very involved rad dads, I like to call them out there, um, is really looking for role models, right? To like look up to. And I know Terry um, was going to like just speak a little bit about our friend Beerville that we just visited in Brooklyn. Um, and I know, you know, the prime minister of New Zealand, her husband is another like great role model right now who are, and they're just representatives of like, changing the narrative of like what a guy is supposed to do what a girl is supposed to do um but there's like so many great men out there that are like just really stepping up to the plate and just phenomenal role models and I think we need to speak more about them like my friend Natalie's husband Brian he travels so much for work he has like a booming financial career but he is like 150 percent equal dad you know so Terry tell Tell the listeners maybe in Sonnet and Veronica about Beer Bowl and just how that was so cool to be around. Sure. So my my friend from high school, um, his name is Beer Bowl, Indian name. It's got the coolest name ever. Mm-hmm. Beer Bowl Baltazar Kaikini. So, oh my God. Yeah. Shout really, out Beer Bowl. Yeah. Really, really, really cool name, but even cooler person. So, you know, you're growing up as a guy and you're like, you never know what everybody's going to become, what they're going to do. But, you know, Beer Bowl is like... He is was the a fun loving but also like harsh critic of everything. <laughs> so it was like you know he's very particular about all these things and um, you know so you knew whatever he was gonna do and he's super smart guy. Brilliant. You knew whatever he was gonna do, it was gonna be like 
calculated and awesome and like whatever it was. Really cool, yeah. So, you know, he, he goes to college, he, you know, gets a degree in math or something like that, goes, yeah. has a, you know, a great career, works for like a, um, a dot-com company, gets paid out just enough money to like not work in that business for a little bit. Um, along that, t- you know, that time he's dating, girl falls in love and she's doing her thing too. She becomes a lawyer. She's, um, now a lawyer that takes on the big guys. So she takes on cases like, you know, that will go up, up against corporations that have, you know, huge law offices, but there's just like something wrong and somebody needs to say Somebody's something about it. Somebody's been wronged. Yeah. So here was like her calling and then you know, he, you know, he had a calling of his own, but they had, you know, they had this love together. Okay. So then they go to start a family together and her business really starts to, you know, take off through, um, you know, a settlement. She's able to, you know, form a a firm and really go, but then it's like, well, we want kids too. So here he takes that now on the role of he's the, you know, he's home with the, the two girls, their two daughters happily, and it's so awesome because he's the the last person I would have expected to necessarily just jump into that role and to do it with no apologies and to do it with just it's such an he, he supports their family in such a, a wonderful way that is so much more than, you know, a paycheck or what he because he could have done anything. I mean, with yeah. his with, you know, his potential and everything, he could have done anything. And you can tell he is just so happy to be in that role so that his wife could do her calling. And then this is his calling. And he, you know, he tells us stories of being at the, um, you know, at the playground and being the only dad there and all of these things. But he's just, he's just chin up and laughs things off and disproves like, you know, stereotypes and there's all these things. And, and, and it's pretty rad to watch because you're like, well, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so much of the population probably is like, well, I don't know if I'm going to do it. If right. I can do that. But I, don't I look know. at him and I'm like, no. Yeah. He, 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 is, he He's doing it. He's a role model for sure. He's, he's always been a very cool cat and the way he handles it. And I'm sure like you would think there'd be so many like, oh, do you get comments or looks or whatever and he's just like handles it like a total boss like he's just he's amazing like so he's an incredible role model um and then yeah I don't know if you guys know that that prime minister of New Zealand who she's amazing like she's an incredible leader I really look up to her leadership and then her husband's like a full-time dad like he takes care of the new baby and um it's just it's just so cool to watch like the changing roles right like and and then and then I'm sure you guys have husbands who are just so fully equally on board too. And I think it's so important to, to point that out that um, there are a lot of men out there like that. And it, it's not weak or permissive or soft to be the ones who are like giving the hugs and offering um, the patience and, and letting mom handle the discipline. And, um, you know, like on certain nights, not thinking that like you have to fall into these traditional gender roles that you know, were like the norm when we were growing up or the two generations before that. Like, the what is that saying? The world is our oyster. What is that? The, <laughs> what 
That's that is the same. Like I don't know yeah. if it applies, but like it's all it's it's all new, and and we can make our family lives whatever we want to make them, and it's whatever we decide is great for our families, and there should be zero expectations on either side because we're blessed to live in the time Freedom. that we live in. Yeah. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. I also think it's uh, when we see corporations that port that balance in in parental roles, it really does empower men and had a baby and her husband works at Netflix and he got a year of paternity leave nice. to be with the baby. Like that's amazing. You know, it's like, so that's so empowering for the relationship and that empowers him to be a really hands-on dad um, with a career to go back to after a year. So I, you know, if we see that more in society, I feel like it gives the guys more permission if that's what they needed to be more involved. Oh, that is so cool to hear. Yeah. I feel like we should like shout out to those type of corporations whenever we hear them about them, because it's a, yeah, it's really important to like change things up and give it a new um, dialogue. Oh, so good, ladies. Such a good conversation. I think, yeah, on that same point, it's like um, just any kind of investment in your family should be celebrated. Yeah. Like, because yes. I think, you know, to, to all of our points of like going into parenting, I think there's this thought of like, okay, cool. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to know what to do when it happens or it's a it's an article away or maybe one book or just a call to a friend but i think what we're finding is is like it shouldn't just stop there it it should be a an investment i'm not talking necessarily about money but in time in in, in growth in in whether it's you know i'm going to listen to a podcast i'm going to take this course I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to humble myself, I'm going to do some self-growth on my own outside of the family. It's all just investing in relationships and your family, and that should be applauded and supported, whether it's corporations supporting that, or you see a friend doing that. It's like, it should just be more commonplace, I guess I should say. Yeah, no matter mm-hmm. no matter if it's from the male or female perspective, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome, ladies. Thank you so Yay. much for taking time out of your busy schedules to join us. Thank you for having us. Yes. Tell us, tell listeners more about where they can find you and um, just just tell us more about how, how everyone can come see you guys. Well, you can find us at notyourmotherspodcast.co. Um, you can catch us on any place that you can listen to podcast find us on instagram come say hello um not your mother's podcast.co go to our website and find all of our socials and just um we have some incredible guests every week including you guys uh, we we have a new guest on and we talk about the real unsaid in motherhood and we give actionable sound bites and real solutions to the things that come up that you come up against so we can't wait to hear from you awesome all right ladies well Have a great rest of your day, and thanks again for being here. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day.
All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.